Happy Friday, friends. This is the Friends of a Feather podcast, and I'm your host, Rin. Each Friday, I get to chat with a friend who has a story to tell, a passion to share, or a dream that she is pursuing. This week is something new I have never done before. I have recorded with Nat and Val, who are twins from Lafayette, Louisiana, and I have never recorded with two people. And I am so excited. It is going to be a great episode. You are not going to want to miss it. But because it's all three of us, I've got to split it into two episodes. Part one is this week. Part two is next Friday. So come back for that. So on today's episode, you will hear from Nat and from Val. They are both bloggers. They are both writers. Nat is married to Josh. And Val is married to Tyler. And they have Vivi and Vanna. They're two adorable girls. I talk with Nat and Val about when they were growing up, about going away to college, and also the time when their relationship was strained and they decided to go to counseling and work it out. And they did in only one session. Now we know that doesn't always happen, but it was exactly just what they needed. I love how Nat brings a word about singleness when we're talking about it. She specifically wrote a journal about walking through singleness and not that it was a bad thing for her. Um, She views each experience with internal lens and I love that about her. I love how real Val is on her Instagram stories and her Instagram where she just lays her heart out there. And also what I love about Val is her company Val Marie Paper. I remember grabbing the Fresh Start journal. Um, It was about a year ago and I learned so much through that 30-day devotional on prayer and it gives samples of how her six-month or yearly journals look so definitely grab that for sure and you need to follow these women and so on social media you will be encouraged every time you see them or hear from them and so here is our conversation it's so fun welcome to the podcast y'all thank you so much for having us us. (laughs) we're gonna try to not be awkward as we try to not like Say things at the same time. That's yeah. okay. Okay, so I have Natalie and Valerie. So, do y'all like to be called Natalie and Valerie, or Nat and Val? Uh, most people call me Natalie or Nan. <laughs> yeah, I call her Nan. Um, and Aww. yeah, I mean, I don't mind either Val or Valerie. Okay. I go by both. So okay. good. Yeah. People call us Nat and Val. We almost had a podcast called Nat and Val. So <laughs> I know y'all did. Y'all, I'm still waiting for it. That would be awesome. <laughs> great. Okay, so uh, Natalie, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, I am Natalie Metrojean Lewis, and I have been married for two years to my husband Josh. Val and I are 33. Yes, 33, <laughs> going to be 34 this year, and um, we live in South Louisiana. I work for my family's neighborhood development, and then I do devotionals and stuff, um, too. So Okay, awesome. And Val, introduce yourself. Um, yeah, I'm Valerie Metrojean Warner, and um, I live in that development that Nally works in, which is fun. Uh, I have a husband, Tyler. We've been married about seven years and we have two little girls, Vivian Vanna, who are four and a half and just turned two. So, yeah. Oh, and at Valmarie Paper. I <laughs> I sell prayer <laughs> journals and yes. uh, write books right now. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I first found you, Val, on Instagram because mm-hmm. of your prayer journals. And I did this, the, um, we'll get into this later, but I did the prayer journal, uh, the prayer devotional Fresh Start. 
Um, oh, yeah. And I loved it, loved it, loved it, and um, couldn't stop talking about it. And then also I downloaded your house prayers, um, yeah. that, you, that free download where it has it divided, you divide it up into rooms, and then there's certain prayers um, that kind of keep us focused on um, our home and praying for our family. And I, when we built our house, we just moved in in January, um, I wrote them on, I took a Sharpie and I wrote the prayers in each room on the floor, uh-huh. on the concrete floor. And I had so many people, um, neighbors that, you know, how you go and sneak in and look around people's houses when they're being built. Yeah. Um, yeah. They went in and they said, we love the prayers that you wrote on your floor. Uh-huh. And then I had also um, one of the workers, he goes, that just blessed me so much that you are praying over your house. And I was in tears. It was just precious. So thank you for putting that out there. That's just crazy to think that your house could be a witness to somebody, you know, like that's awesome. People who just are walking through, like you said, just wanting to see everything. That's so cool. It was awesome. So thank you. And then I met Natalie or it, not in real life, but met online. (laughs) Um, I was like, they're twins. And then you have this great company with, um, a focus on prayer, uh, well, journals that are for singleness that you walk through singleness. And I thought, what an opportunity for you also to use your story in that. So I love both of you. I love how y'all's businesses are similar, but I love how they're very different as well. We call them twin sister companies. There you go. (laughs) Totally. It's it's totally that. Okay. So I want to go back to when y'all said you're 33, I'm 38, but I think the thirties are the best. I think those are the best years. I really do. I feel like I know myself more. I don't know if y'all feel that way too, but um, yes. So take me back to when y'all were growing up. Did y'all grow up in Louisiana with your families? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So take us back, Natalie, take us back and tell us a little bit about um, growing up. Do y'all have any siblings and um, the dynamic between the two of y'all? Yeah, well, we have a younger brother who is seven years younger. So (laughs) mom decided twins was good for a little bit, (laughs) gave herself a break. But um, man, growing up, I mean, we, I, I think we got along pretty well Mm -hmm. (laughs) growing up. We like always had a best friend. We were Mm -hmm. very shy going places and meeting new people. And I don't know if that's because we had a twin or it was good for us since we were shy that we had a twin because so we always were kind of like had a a best buddy. So that was really nice. We got in fights like normal kids do. Valerie stepped on me with rollerblades one time, (laughs) but we had, we had a good time growing up. Um, in high school, we mostly had, we mostly had the same friends and we had a little good friend group. Um, and then college, we went to different colleges, which was really like the first time where we were, like had separate lives and separate interests and separate, you know, did things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a sorority and she came with me to an event at my date one time. And <laughs> there it. were people who were like, I didn't even know you had a twin sisters. <laughs> yes. I, I felt really, it. I felt really special to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, we were just, I mean, you know, I don't think to just be like, Hey, I have a twin sister, but yeah. uh-huh. it was the first time where we were, we really like had separate, Totally separate lives. So that was kind of um, a fun thing to kind of get to experience. Yeah. And Val, tell me what you what you felt from that. Same kind of thing. Growing up, it was fine. Fights, yeah. normal stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like it was odd. Like whenever we'd hear stories from other uh, twins of just like the 
competitive factor. Mm -hmm. I don't think we really felt that in high school or junior high. Um, I think the biggest thing, like, I remember one of our friends telling one of us that we were their favorites or, and maybe it might've been like, we got in a fight and we were like, well, this person said I'm their favorite. And she was like, this person said I'm their favorite. Oh, and it was like, it was this time where you're just like, I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want right. you to tell yeah. me that like my sister's not your favorite. Like that doesn't make me feel better. Right. Um, maybe in a fight, like <laughs> whenever we were trying to use it, it did, but really like we, I, I don't remember feeling a lot of competition mm. and I don't know if it was just because we were different enough, but at the same yeah. time, we were we're still very similar. Our core, and obviously our beliefs and everything like that, it's like we're very much alike. But yeah, just our personalities is makes it to where we're competing less in different things. Right. It was almost like like by people saying that, like they were they were comparing us and putting us in competition more than we were really. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, and, and so y'all went to different colleges and I will, let's back up first because y'all are identical twins, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, and so when y'all were going away to college or, or going separately, was that a good thing? Was it, did you miss your sister or was it a good thing for y'all? It, I will, can I tell this man just like how it happened? Okay. So, We actually, it I would say this is a God thing for me, but, um, I mean, I know it was obviously a different experience for Natalie, but we actually did go to the same college three hours away from home for the first year. And it was kind of like, I think I liked it. So Natalie, we just kind of felt like, well, we're going to go together. So mm-hmm. we both I'm go nine, to college. So I just kind of followed along. With That's you. right. Enneagram <laughs> nine right here. Me too, girl. <laughs> um, but so, so yeah, we went to school together. And after that first year, she felt like she wanted to be home, had a serious boyfriend at the time. And by that point, it was like, I loved being there. So uh-huh. it, there was no like, we're making this decision together. It was like, we're making the best decision for each of us. So I think that was, it was easier to split up at that point Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we both really knew where we should be. Yeah. Mm. And you, and I guess I never thought about this, but the, but you had the benefit of the first year getting to have someone to go there with and break it in and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then you kind of got to go on your own, like in that way. So Cause you were definitely more outgoing. So I don't think I could have gone. I don't think I would have left home without you. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That's good though. To see the the personalities kind of start to kind of bloom and grow in your own, in your own way, you know? Yeah. Um, so y'all went separately. Were y'all believers at this time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all came to know the Lord when you lived at home growing yeah, up. Yeah. Really young. What's um, your memory, Natalie? Um, cause my talk about this all the time and we like, we share memories and we're like, I really thought that that was my memory, not <gasps> your memory. I thought that happened to me, not you, but I don't know if it's like <laughs> talking about it, but That's um, my memory is like around seven, um, at, we've talked about this too much, but, um, <laughs> one of us was at music day camp and one of us was at the house <laughs> in, um, upstairs in our room, reading the Bible with mom. Um, mine was music day camp and it was five. So I guess I've missed you to that. Oh, how funny. (laughs) She does everything before me. (laughs) (laughs) And who was born first? Was it Val? I was. Yeah, Yeah, she was. And it was actually 30 minutes, 38 minutes. Um, cause my mom had 
me naturally and then had to have a C-section for Natalie. Oh, so she really? got the best of both recoveries. Which oh, is, my word. Poor she's thing. a trooper. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I was, so I was stubborn in there. Uh, you didn't want to come out. Like, I'm cool. No. Well, and you know, that's funny how like some of your, like we talk about, we kind of are joking about the Enneagram, but Val, you're Enneagram one, correct? Mm-hmm. And yes. Natalie, you're, you're a nine like me. So, and my husband yeah. is a one and my mom is a one, which oh. is one of my good friends. So it's funny how I'm yeah. seeing y'all and I'm seeing y'all in a sister relationship, but I'm seeing myself with as my husband too. And in yeah. my friendship with my mom, cause she's a one. So, um, did y'all see that? I mean, like first they say firstborns, you know, you come out, you're rearing to go, yeah. you're ready, you know, ready to take on the world. Did y'all see, um, did that kind of play into like how your personalities really are? Probably not early on as much as like whenever we had Later. our fallout. Yeah. <laughs> From there on, I feel like it was definitely, our yeah, the okay. gap kind of widened in okay. our personality. And tell me yeah. about when, go ahead. I was just going to say too, like it was always kind of weird whenever you'd hear like, um, the birth order stories. Mm-hmm. It was like, what are, what are we like? Am I a middle child? Like, <laughs> so that was always yeah. kind of confusing. But I think now, even knowing more about our personality types and stuff, I would say Valerie's like a true firstborn. Yeah. Um, and I'd probably be a true middle child. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That is, that I, I think that's so interesting. Okay. So yeah. y'all are in college. Is that when the fallout happened? Val, why don't you share? (laughs) Okay. So whenever it was actually, it was after me and Tyler had gotten married. So I guess, um, 2011, um, Tyler and I went to Philadelphia for the month and, uh, like we stayed there. We both had flexible jobs. So we decided to go there and just kind of explore and have fun. Um, and then when we came back, she was dating somebody (laughs) That was almost best friends with Tyler, but somebody that we did not feel like she should be dating oh. at all. We were just shocked. And as close as we were, we were like, how did we not know this while we were gone? <laughs> uh-huh. And um, it was probably, so I would say the fallout was that I felt like I knew that she should not be dating him. And she wouldn't listen to me, which is totally like nobody should be telling you exactly what to do when you're dating Mm -hmm. at that age. But, um, I just had strong opinions and I had interpreted that to mean, um, like I had this responsibility that if, that I had to get her out of her mistake. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we went to go see a counselor and my big realization was that, which you could share yours, Nan, but my Mm -hmm. big realization was that like, you have to let people make their own mistakes. And that like, I, it was almost like she had to tell me like, God is not holding you responsible for her mistakes so Mm. that I could feel like free from that. Because before I was just like, it was one of those things where you're like, yes, you can say one thing, but like, I don't need to keep telling her every single time I see her, Mm. you know? Right. Right. Um, so that's the mistake I was making. I just like, could not let it go. Mm. (laughs) Right. And for me, like, and we've like learned this since learning our personality types and different things. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about this earlier, the one personality type has very strong, um, expectations. They have like this perfectionist mentality and things like that. Mm -hmm. And when they see other people not doing that or not falling in that line, Mm -hmm. there's 
this sense of judgment or, mm-hmm. and that's what I was feeling from her. So whenever right. she says she didn't know about it while she was gone, it's cause I didn't tell her cause I knew. <laughs> you knew what <laughs> she was going to say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like we always, I always joke about it that I had two moms, which is kind of weird being a twin, <laughs> but, but yeah, she was, I get it, was, it. It was just, you know, she wanted what well, was best for me. And she told me about it a lot. Yes. <laughs> and I, uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, so I began not sharing as much with her. And so that's whenever mm. like it created some distance and it hurt her feelings. Like her feelings were genuinely mm. hurt because she mm. was like, why aren't you sharing stuff with me? And so whenever we did, like whenever we say falling out, like we, it wasn't like we didn't stop talking or anything like major, mm. but it was, it was just like this break in our relationship where we mm. had to like communicate and figure out what was going on. And part of the reason why we were really serious about going to counseling about it was because she was pregnant at the time. And Mm. she was like, you know, we were like, we didn't want to bring this baby into the world and have her mom and her Nancy fighting. And like Mm. now thinking back, I'm like, we're obsessed with everyone in our family. Basically (laughs) I go (laughs) once or twice a day, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's just like, I can't imagine that. But going to the counselor, she, she, she explained things. This was like, we went one time and it was like, everything was fixed. I've like always tell people Mm. just go. It is, they'll tell you stuff that will give you insight that maybe the other person is telling you, but it's so much easier to hear from Mm -hmm. somebody else. Mm. But she just told me, she said, you know, Valerie loves her life. She loves the way her life has turned out and she wants you to experience that. So that's why she's trying to, she wants to help mm-hmm. you get to that same place. Mm-hmm. And so I had to tell Valerie, like, I like, I'm, I'm enjoying my life. Like it doesn't, it's not like, Oh, I'm single and I hate it. And it's like, I have to be married right now. Right. Um, so it was, it was, there was this realization of we have two different paths and stuff like that. But also too, that, for me, I, once Valerie stopped talking and once, and I'm, this is not a mean thing or anything like that, yeah, but like, no, you're, it's true. <laughs> once she stopped saying stuff, mm. it, it was like, I was able to hear God say, Hey, you, you really, she's right. And you really do need to break up. Like That's literally the second, the second that stopped. And it was part of it was, it was a distraction. And we hear this all the time about like wives and husbands. It's like, you don't need to be your husband's Holy spirit. Once mm-hmm. if, if you're quiet, he can listen to God. And we kind of, mm-hmm. it was interesting learning it from that perspective, being the person who didn't want someone else telling them what to do so that they can listen to God. Because now I feel like I have a better understanding of that with my husband. Like oh. I don't need doing, I don't, I, I need to be quiet so you can hear him. That's you know? so good. That's so good. Yeah. And what, so how old were y'all at this time? When, like, you came back from your honeymoon, how old were you? Uh, Val- oh, wait. Valerie, sorry. Oh, that wasn't her honeymoon. You shoot, you were Okay. Like, so was, so you know? that happened probably the year after we were married. So probably 2011. And then, vi- so I guess it was over two years of you just dating lots of different guys. And then, and um, I use the term loosely, like it wasn't a million. But um, by the time we, we, Vivi was born in 2013. So like literally it was probably two years of just kind of mm. not telling each other as much or just feeling like she didn't yeah. trust me. And then it just got to where it was just, 
and you were dating somebody else at the time that I probably didn't think you should be dating. Mm. So that probably amplified it. Like it just kind of kept the whole, yeah. like I've been doing the same thing for two years to you. Well, and, yeah. And yeah. It seems like it really goes back to how our personalities work. It wasn't, it doesn't seem like it was like jealousy or I, I want your life either way, you know, both, both right. of you, it was more of, this is how I think, this is how I work through things as a Enneagram one. And this is how I work right. through things in, in a nine. And let's try to get together on this. Right. Correct? Right. Yeah. Like the avoidance thing for me, like it, like not wanting to have the conflict. So I'm just going to not say anything. And that's, I mean, yes. learning that later, you're just like, okay, well, it makes sense why I did that. It's not right. But now I know why it was so easy to just be like, I'm not, cause, cause you hear people and you're like twins, how could you not tell your twin sister something, you know, mm-hmm. but it was to avoid the conflict. Yeah. And so that was interesting to learn. <laughs> and my personality of just like being like hold, holding somebody to a higher standard, I would even do it for myself. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, no, I would like you if you called, I would rather you call me out on something mm-hmm. than not tell me. Cause I feel like it's, you not loving me when you don't tell me, right. you don't care enough. So for her, it was just, that's, that's not how your personality worked. So right. what I saw as unlove was just like the way the your personality is. Yeah. yeah. Right. So what yeah. pulled y'all out? You said you went to counseling and you just only went one time. Yeah. Yeah. That's and awesome. it, it really was like just that realization of like, like you almost go hoping they're going to say like, you're right. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like okay, so I'll I'm siding with this twin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she tells you both things that you need to look at and mm. you really do just go leaving or like you leave feeling, okay, I can't fix her. I can only change what I'm doing. So yeah. Um, but then yeah. she also like validated like you're doing like Valerie, you're yes. doing this because of this. Natalie, mm. you're doing this because of this. She kind of like validates there's reasons why you're doing what you're doing. So you're not crazy. You're not, mm. you know, being mean or anything like that. But this is why it's happening. Now that you know why it's happening, you can kind of move on from there. Um, stop defending focus. what you're saying. Right, right, exactly. So it didn't have to stay in some kind of like argumentative whatever. We were like, okay. We got it, okay. <laughs> but it was okay. quick. I mean, I don't think all, all sessions are like that, yeah. but you've right. had that experience where it's like, this was very helpful. And, and fun fact, we did go with our mom one time too, after oh. this. Yeah. <laughs> it only took one session. So okay. um, maybe we should just share her name, Miss Carol. <laughs> She's, <laughs> a miracle She's amazing. And yes. so does your mom, um, side note, is your mom more like Natalie or more like Val or neither? She's oh, not like Val, um, but I wouldn't say she's not. I feel okay. Our mom, <laughs> our mom is the mom who, and I know I'm going to say this to Vivian Vanna. Shoot. If you, if you're like, mom, well, why are you fussing at me? She's going to say, if Natalie were here, I would be telling her what she needs to hear. So like mm. if she, if you are talking to her after an argument, she is going to not even talk to you about the other person. She will just tell you what mm. you need to do. Right. And so I, I don't That's know. Great. Yeah. I feel like, she's like the devil's got, advocate. Like you always yes. feel like she's on the other person's side. If she yes. talks to me, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, yes. you're siding with Valerie. If she's talking to Valerie, but it's because she's trying to, 
help each of us see our own side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what because my mom she knows that that's, yeah. did for sure. Like everybody's getting out at prom to go get their hair done and everything. And I, she's like, nope, you're staying at school. I stayed at school till three o'clock. Oh. I'm like, I just want to check out early. Like everyone, all my friends. <laughs> nope. I'm like, why do you have to be that way? But it was all Yeah. Good. We had to have a fever to stay home from school or something. <laughs> She'd be like, here's some medicine. Get off to school. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Get, get to going. Okay. So That's I helpful. love, um, on, I can't remember whose Insta stories. I think it was yours, Natalie, where you uh-huh. posted where, um, I think it was Vanna is Vanna. No, it was yes. Vanna's the youngest, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Vanna, which is Val's little girl. She's adorable. They're both mm. adorable, but she was, y'all were, tr- y'all were sitting side by side and y'all were saying, which one's Nancy, which is, yes. you know, like, which one's mom. It was adorable. And the first, I don't know if you could tell, but the first time she did get it wrong. So. <laughs> well, and, she, and her eyes, you were like, look at her eyes. And her eyes yeah. were like, there? And then she's like, nope, there? It was just adorable. I just <laughs> loved it. It was so cute. So how, um, so back to Val. So you're married and you have, um, and you have two children now. Mm-hmm. And then, and then at, at that time, how old were you when you got married? 2011. Seven years ago. Are you 26? 27, 26. Yeah, yeah. I okay. think 26. So you're 26. And so, Natalie, you weren't married until two or three years ago, right? So you were 30? Yeah, 31. 31. Okay. 31. So yeah. the, how did that work when you're single and sister's married? Because I know with yeah. sisters, it's, it's there's a little competition there, just from friends of mine that have said this. I'm an only oh, yeah. child, so I can't speak to it. But the twins dynamic probably is even more a big deal right oh yeah yes. like it was we always say it's like having a twin is like having a barometer for life you have this person who's had all the same experiences mm. the same upbringing everything so whenever things happen differently you're like am I behind you know it's just kind of it, it is like an obvious marker where you are supposed to be and I'm doing that in mm-hmm. quotes mm-hmm. so that was kind of like how like this is what has obviously led up to me being able to write a devotional in singleness Mm -hmm. (laughs) was having this, having this struggle for, you know, five or six years of, we always laugh about it now, but like people, after she got engaged, people would come up to me at church and they'd be like, let me see your ring. And I'd be like, Oh, that's not me. (laughs) Or like when she was on her honeymoon, I think I had people who were like, aren't you supposed to be on your honeymoon? So it was, it was like this regular reminder that you're not in that place. Mm. And it's funny now. And honestly, like people are harmless. Like I always tell people, don't be offended by what people say. They don't mean it anyways. But, um, it, it definitely is a, something like a visible, there's something very visible to show other people that you are not on track also Mm. in quotes. Mm. Um, and so I don't know, that's why I like to share a lot about like the timeline and that this timeline is, a worldly timeline. It is based on our culture and it is not, we all have different paths and like looking back and even honestly, even while I was still single, I would have not changed it. Like I wouldn't have mm-hmm. wished for her life because God had something individual for me. And I love, I love my story. Like love it. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't, wouldn't want anybody else's Valerie wouldn't want mine. It's like, God has this special plan for all of us and embracing it and, um, just pursuing it with everything you have is like just the best thing you could do about it. There's no point in wishing for someone else's, um, story, but it definitely could be a struggle sometimes, but I feel like 
getting to go through that struggle and grow in it was just such a huge blessing for me. So um, I'm really thankful for that story. And that led you, like you said, it led you to beginning your business and really start your journal and your book on singleness. And it's called, let's see if I have it right, Wholeheartedly Devoted. Is that it? And then you also have a a journal that's called The Devoted Life, which is kind of uh, as a companion to that, correct? Yes. That one's like a prompted, I like to say like the devotional, it's really more of a Bible study, like really heavy on scripture, really hard. I don't want to say hard hitting, but challenging. Like I'm not going to be like the fluffy girl who's going to like hold your hand and tata you and say, you know, like, I don't want to say I'm not going to be comforting. I'll do that. But I'm also going to try to say like, like challenge you to like to bigger and better and saying yes to God and all that stuff. So that's what the devotional is. And then the journal is really a way to live all this out. It's like, let me, let me make a list of things I want to do while I'm single. What, what opportunities do I have now? What are like, you know, so people can have something where they can live out this single season. But yeah, that's what, that's what those are about. And when did you start this and how did you start your business? Yeah. How did you get your idea? You want to tell this story? (laughs) Sure. Um, Sal loves to tell this one. I do because I'm a one and I I like (laughs) telling people what to do. No. Um, We were actually at the beach. We take a family beach trip um, every year, and uh, we were just sitting on the beach chairs, and I said, I think you need to write a devotional on being single. You know, like, I just feel like we we talk about how, or like, I know you were talking about just having conversations with other single girls and how it's, it's always in a kind of negative light of being single Mm -hmm. and that's just not your perspective so I I basically just said you need to write it then so that other girls can experience singleness the way you are experiencing it because I saw that she was content you know I could see that and this was like a couple days after we had turned 30 so like I mean it's not like I was like you know 18 and and single this was like I had experienced this and I had a sister who had been married for five years and had a baby on the way Mm -hmm. and so um she had already had her shop so it was kind of like hey you can do this I'll help you with this and so she did and um she pushed me to write it in like a week and a half Whoa, (laughs) (laughs) crazy because it's taken me two years to write this second devotional (laughs) so having Val's one personality to push me was Mm -hmm. really very helpful that is awesome and don't ones love that they love doing that for us yes yes gives you life right yeah and we need you we need you I hope you're enjoying our conversation. I love chatting with Nat and Val, and this is just part one. We just kind of got into how Natalie has started her business, and then next time you will hear the conclusion of our conversation. There was just so much good stuff, and you will hear how Val started Val Marie Paper, and you do not want to miss it. They are delightful. You want to know what they are eating, reading, praying for, and loving. So we will see you next week. Remember, we're all friends of a feather. Let's stick together. And I'll see you next time. Bye.